Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Mabra Ram Golder Hai and today Mazekas Kadushan Dafram Adal, the first Parakishan nicknames. The Zikhu Mazekas Kadushan program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hazaka Satora. So the three types we're going to focus on number one, the Mishan Daf Haftes Amadov taught that women are exempt from mitzvahs Asishas Mangrama, positive mitzvahs which time causes to go into effect. Abraisa gives examples of this principle Sukkah, Lulav, Shofar, Tzitzis, which only apply to clothing worn by day, Tfilin, which does not apply by night, or on Shabbos and Yantav. Some examples of Mrs. which are not time-dependent, in which women are obligated, are mezuzah, building a ma'akal on the edge of a roof, returning lost objects, and shulukha cane, sending away a mother bird when taking eggs or chicks from the nest. The Gemara protests that neither rule is absolute. Women archive in the time-bound mitzvahs of eating matzah on the first night of Pesach, simcha, rejoicing on the shoshul galim, and hakel, the national assembly, the base of mikdash, every seven years. And on the other hand, women are exempt from the non-time-bound mitzvahs of learning Torah, bearing children, and pinning a ben, redeeming a firstborn son. Rabbi Yochanan said, We do not learn from general rules, even where it says except, because there may be additional exceptions which are not listed. Pointing to the Gemara says that this principle that women are patr from Mitzvah Zaseh Shazman Grama is derived from Tefillin. Ma Tefillin Nashim Batur, just as wearing Tefillin is a time-bound mitzvah, and women are exempt from it. Afko Mitzvah Zaseh Shazman Grama Nashim Batur, so too. Regarding all time-bound mitzvahs, women are exempt. Woman's exemption from Tefillin is derived from Tefillin being written near the Mitzvah learning Torah from which women are exempt. Although Tefillin is also written near the Mitzvah of Mezuzah, in which women are obligated, that's only in the first Parsha of Shema. Whereas the Mitzvah Torah and Torah is written near Tefillin in both the first and second Parshios of Shema. We do not exempt women from Mezuzah based on its being written near Tefillin because the Torah writes about Mezuzah in order to lengthen your days. And certainly women also need merits to prolong their lives. And pointing with you, the Gemara asks, instead of exempting woman from Mitzvah's Asish Shazman Grama based on Tefillin, let us derive from Simcha, the Mitzvah to rejoice during the Shalosh Galim, that women are obligated Mitzvah's Asish Shazman Grama. Abaya answers, Isha Ba'al Masamcha, regarding a woman's rejoicing, it's her husband who gladdens her, meaning it's his obligation, not hers, to ensure that she rejoices. Even regarding a widow about whom the Torah also wrote the Mitzvah of Simcha, it's the mitzvah of the head of household by whom she stays to gladden her, and not her mitzvah. The Gemara further asks, let us derive from Hakel, the National Assembly, every seven years that women are obligated, Mrs. Asay, Shazman Grama. The Gemara answers, Matzvah Hakel Ban The mitzvahs of Matzah and Hakel are two psukim that come as one, meaning they teach the same principle, and we do not derive laws from such sources. The discussion continues on to the next daf. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah Daf Chaft has Amadav taught that women are exempt from Mrs. Asisha's Mangrama, positive mitzvahs, which time causes to go into effect. Abraisi gives examples of this principle, sukkah, lulav, shofar, tzitzis, which only apply to clothing worn by day, tefillin, which does not apply by night, or on Shabbos and Yantav. Some examples of Mrs. Ase, which are not time-dependent, and which women are obligated, are mezuzah, building a ma'akal on the edge of a roof, returning lost objects, and shulukha cane, sending away a mother bird when taking eggs or chicks from the nest. The Gemara protests that neither rule is absolute. Women archive in the time-bound mitzvahs of eating matzah on the first night of Pesach, simcha, rejoicing on the shoshul galim, and hakel, the national assembly, the base of mikdash, every seven years. And on the other hand, women are exempt from the non-time-bound mitzvahs of learning Torah, bearing children, and pinning a ben, redeeming a firstborn son. Rabbi Yochanan said, We do not learn from general rules, even where it says except, because there may be additional exceptions which are not listed. Pointing to the Gemara says that this principle that women are patr from Mitzvah Zaseh Shazman Grama is derived from Tefillin. Ma Tefillin Nashim Batur, just as wearing Tefillin is a time-bound mitzvah, and women are exempt from it. Afko Mitzvah Zaseh Shazman Grama Nashim Batur, so too. Regarding all time-bound mitzvahs, women are exempt. Woman's exemption from Tefillin is derived from Tefillin being written near the mitzvah of learning Torah from which women are exempt. 
Although Tefillin is also written near the mitzvah of mezuzah, in which women are obligated, that's only in the first parsha of Shema, whereas the mitzvah Torah and Torah is written near Tefillin in both the first and second parshios of Shema. We do not exempt women from mezuzah based on its being written near Tefillin because the Torah writes about mezuzah, leman yirbu yemechem, in order to lengthen your days. And certainly women also need merits to prolong their lives. And pointing with you, the Gemara asks, instead of exempting woman from mitzvah's asseh shazman grama based on tefillin, let us derive from simcha, the mitzvah to rejoice during the shalosh Galim, that women are obligated mitzvah's asseh shazman grama. Abaya answers each of Baal Masamcha regarding a woman's rejoicing, it's her husband who gladdens her, meaning it's his obligation, not hers, to ensure that she rejoices. Even regarding a widow about whom the Torah also wrote the mitzvah of Simcha, it's the mitzvah of the head of household by whom she stays to gladden her, and not her mitzvah. The Gemara further asks, let us derive from Hakel, the National Assembly, every seven years that women are obligated to Mrs. Ase, Shazman Grama. The Gemara answers, the mitzvahs of Matzah and Hakel are two psukim that come as one, meaning they teach the same principle, and we do not derive laws from such sources. The discussion continues on to the next daf. All right, so now we go to Simmer Daf Lamadalad, and her standard simon is a ladder. A ladder. So here goes. The woman sitting on the diamond studded ladder opposite the time bound mitzvah clock. Look past the man wearing tefillin down below, sitting right next to another man learning Torah. When they saw their husbands approach carrying jewelry for the chag, as well as a save the date notice for the mitzvah of Hakel. Once again, in slow motion. The woman sitting on the diamond studded ladder. Ladder? That must be more in Duff. Lamadalad. The woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder opposite the time-bound mitzvah clock, which reminds the Gemara discusses the exemption of women from the mitzvah's asish as mangrama and their chiva mitzvahs that are not mangrama. There are exceptions, as Rabbi Yochanan said, we do not learn from general rules, even where it says except, because there may be additional exceptions which are not listed. So the woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder opposite the time-bound mitzvah clock look past the man wearing tefillin down below, sitting right next to another man. Learning Torah, which reminds the Gemara says that this principle that women are exempt from Mitzvah's Asisha's Mangrama is derived from Tefillin. Matfilin Nashim Baturah just as wearing Tefillin is a time-bound Mitzvah and women are exempt from it. Avkom Mitzvah's Asisha's Mangrama Nashim Baturah, so too. Regarding all time-bound Mitzvahs, women are exempt. Women's exemption from Tefillin is derived from Tefillin being written near the Mitzvah of learning Torah from which women are exempt. So the woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder opposite the time-bound Mitzvah clock... Look past the man wearing tefillin down below, sitting right next to another man, learning Torah. When they saw their husbands approach carrying joy for the Chag, as well as the save the date notice for the mitzvah of Hakel, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, instead of exempting women from mitzvah's ancestors mangrama, based on tefillin, let us derive from Simcha the mitzvah to rejoice during the Shalosh Galim that women are chayv in mitzvah's ancestors mangrama. Abaya answers Ishabal Masamcha regarding a woman's rejoicing, it's her husband who gladdens her, meaning it's his obligation, not hers, to ensure that she rejoices. The Gemara goes on to explain why we don't learn that she's high from the midst of Hakel. So once again, the woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder opposite the time-bound mitzvah clock looked past the man wearing tefillin down below, sitting right next to another man learning Torah. When they saw their husbands approach carrying jewelry for the Chag, as well as a save-the-date notice for the mitzvah of Hakel. All right, so now it's time for four blot back Chazara. Daf Lamed. So the Simr Daf Lamed is a Malamed, a Rebbe. So here goes. Rabbi Diamond the Malamed. Malamed? That must be more Daf Lamed. Rabbi Diamond the Malamed, who brought his grandson to class one day in order to teach him Torah, which reminds us, the more brings a discussion whether one is Chayev to teach his grandson Torah. 
So Rabbi Diamond the Melamed, who brought his grandson to class one day in order to teach him Torah, got so much nachos when the young boy finally answered sharply without any hesitation, which reminds us, it was taught in a brace that the Pasuk says, Vishinantam, and you shall teach them thoroughly. Teaching that the words of Torah should be sharp in your mouth so that if a man will ask you something in Torah, you will not stammer, and then tell him, rather you will answer him immediately. So Rabbi Diamond the Melamed, who brought his grandson to class one day in order to teach him Torah, got so much nachas when the young boy finally answered sharply, without any hesitation, that he gave him a prized medicine bottle shaped like a Sefer Torah to keep the Yetzahara away, which reminds us, a Bryce Darshan's the Pasuk Vesamtem, and you shall place as Samtam, a perfect medicine, teaching Nimshua Torah Kasam Chaim. The Torah is compared to a life-giving medicine. This is analogous to a father who struck his son and placed a compress upon his wound. He told him that as long as the compress was in place, he could eat, drink, and bathe as he pleased, despite these being potentially harmful to his injury. But if he removes the compress, his injury will worsen. So too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Yisrael, Banai, my son, Barasi Yetzohar, Barasi Lo Torah Tavlin. I create the Yetzohar, and I create the Torah as its antidote. And if you involve yourself in Torah, you will not be given over into his hand. So the Simran Daf Lamedov relates to the law, and we use a judge. So here goes. When the family court judge judge, that must be run Daf Lamedov, the law. When the family court judge with the diamond gavel, whose motto above his bench was, respect Tati, fear Mami, which reminds us honoring a father is before honoring a mother in the past because a son naturally honors his mother because she speaks in a way that wins him over. And fearing a mother comes before fearing a father in the past because a son naturally fears his father because he teaches him Torah. So, when the family court judge with a diamond gavel, whose motto above his bench was, Respect Tati, Fear Mami, denied the sage's request for a court order against an inspiring adulter who had refused to wake up his father for a key they wanted, which reminds us, Rebelezer was asked, What is the extent of the mitzvah of honoring one's father and mother? And he answered, Go and see what one idolater, Dhamma bin Nasina, did in Ashkelon, who refused to wake up his father despite losing out on a great financial opportunity. So, when the family court judge with a diamond gavel, whose motto above his bench was, Respect Tati, fear Mami, denied the sage's request for a court order against an inspiring adult who had refused to wake up his father for a key they wanted. He inspired sons in the back of the courtroom who brought food and drink to their fathers, which reminds us, a Bryson teaches what constitutes fearing a parent and honoring a parent. Fearing means one may not stand in his father's designated place nor sit in his designated place, and one may not contradict his father's words, nor may he weigh in on a disagreement between his father and another person. Honor means one gives his father to eat and drink, he dresses and covers him, and he brings him in and takes him out. So the simon Dafram base is a lab. So here goes. The lab scientist's lab, that must be more Daf. Lamed Bays, the lab scientist monitoring the stress levels of a son who didn't react when watching his father throw the wallet full of diamonds he was going to inherit into the sea, which reminds us, the Gemara brings him out If the funding for kibbutz is from the son's asset or the father's, and rules that it's from the father's assets. This is challenged from Rebbe Yezir describing the extent of kibbutz of to the point that if his father takes his wallet and throws it into the sea in his presence, he doesn't shame his father. Now, if the son doesn't need to suffer any monetary loss, then the father must be throwing his own wallet, so why should the son care? The Gemara answers that it refers to where the son stands to inherit this wallet. So, the lab scientist monitoring the stress levels of a son, who didn't react when watching his father throw the wallet full of diamonds he was going to inherit into the sea. Also tried to determine if a Rebbe would be mochel on his covet when his students didn't stand for him, which reminds us, Rav Chisa said that a father can waive his son's obligation to honor him. However, a Rav Shemachel Kvodo en Kvodo Machel, a teacher waives his right to honor, his honor is not waived. Rav Yosef said that even a teacher's honor can be waived, as the Pasuk says, Hashem went before them by day 
indicating that Akash Baruch Hu, the ultimate teacher, waived his honor by leading the nation. The Gemara goes on to discuss whether a Nasi or king may forego their honor. So the lab scientist monitoring the stress levels of a son, who didn't react when watching his father throw the wallet full of diamonds he was going to inherit into the sea, also tried to determine if a Rebbe would be mochel on his coven when his students didn't stand for him, but stood for an old ignorant man. Entering the lab, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses standing in honor of the elderly and says that the Lacha follows Isi ben Yehuda who holds that the Pasuk of Mifnei Seva Talkum, before an old man you shall rise, even applies for a sinful and ignorant old man. Daf Lamed Gimel, so the Simmer Daf Lamed Gimel is a peg-leg pirate. So here goes. The pirate leader with the diamond said a peg-leg pirate with a peg-leg? That must be more than Daf Lamed Gimel, leg. The pirate leader with the diamond set of peg leg, who commanded his pirate workers to stop polishing the ship and stand up when the people bring Bikurim, pass by, which reminds us the Gemara discusses interrupting work to stand for the elderly and for those bringing Bikurim. So the pirate leader with the diamond set of peg leg, who commanded his pirate workers to stop polishing the ship and stand up when the people bring Bikurim, pass by, wasn't sure if he should stand up for his son, who was his pirate teacher, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, Benot Rabo, if one's son is his teacher, what is the halach whether the son must stand before his father, and if perhaps the father must stand before his son? So the pirate leader with the diamond set of peg leg, who commanded his pirate workers to stop polishing the ship and stand up when the people bring Bikurim, Pass by, wasn't sure if he should stand up for his son who was his pirate teacher when he walked onto the ship, but did rise when a Sefer Torah was brought on board. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Malu Lamun Bifnei Sefer Torah, what is the halach regarding standing for a Sefer Torah? Rabbi Chilkia, Rabbi Simon, and Rabbi Lazar said it may be derived from a Kalva Homer. Omdi, one stands before those who learn the Torah. How much more so should one stand before the Torah itself? All right, so now it's time to conclude with a pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which of the one that the source that women are exempt from Mrs. Asisha's Mangrama is from the mitzvah of Tefillin? That's on Dav. Amadawad. Good number two. Which of the one that a son should not react even if his father throws his future inheritance into the sea? That's on Dav. Ahmed Bey's. Good number three. Which Dav do about the incident with Dhamma ben Asina and how far one should go to honor one's parents? That's on Dav. Lamed Aleph. Good number four. Which stuff do we discuss whether one is chayev to teach his grandson Torah? That's on Dav. Lamed. Good number five. Which stuff do we that one must stand for a Sefer Torah? That's on Dav. Lamed Gimel. Good number six. Which stuff do we why we did not learn from Simcha and Hakel to obligate women in the mitzvah's Asisha's Mangrama? That's on Dav. Lamed Aleph. Good number seven. Which of the one why the Pusik puts honoring a father first before honoring a mother and fearing a mother before fearing a father? That's on Dav. Amadav. Good number eight. Which stuff do we discuss whether a father, Rav Nasi, or king can be mocha on their kavod? That's on Dav. Amad Bays. Good number nine. Which stuff do you discuss the exemption of women from Mrs. Asisha's Mangrama? That's on Dav. Amadad. Good. Number 10. Which stuff to discuss interrupting work to stand for those bringing Bikurim? That's on Dav. Laman Gimel. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Gold from Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.